and welcome to the PLYMC's Library Anywhere podcast, where we discuss books, programs, and all things library-related in Youngstown and Mahoning County. Hello, my name is Rebecca, an Information Services Librarian. And I'm Bridget, an Adult Services Librarian. And today, September 22nd, is National Voter Registration Day. That's right. We have a very special mini episode to tell you how you can make changes happen. So make sure you follow along to find out how you can vote in Ohio. Bridget, did you know that Ohio has been declining in population, meaning it's lost about one third of its electoral vote clout since the 1960s? I actually had no idea. We see a lot of people saying voting doesn't matter or that they haven't taken the time to vote. Overall, most people don't seem too interested in voting. So knowing that Ohio has lost one third of its electoral votes is huge. That means it's even more important for Ohio residents to get registered. Did you know, Rebecca, that 138 million Americans voted in our last presidential election in 2016? I know that sounds like a lot, but that's still less than 60% of eligible voters in the whole country. Voting is so important because you can vote in people you truly believe will help you, but will also help all people. The only way you can do this is by registering to vote. Exercise your right to vote this year in the election by taking the time to register and show up on election day. Do you actually have to show up on election day? Well, no. In Ohio, you can also vote absentee through the mail. I actually have voted absentee before. I went to college in another state, so I sent my ballot in through the mail. Right. If you're a college student in Ohio, you can choose to register at your permanent home address or you can register at your college address. Either way, you are responsible for requesting an absentee ballot or getting to the polls in person on election day. Everyone is able to vote absentee now, of course. What do they call it? No reason or no restriction, absentee or some unusual name like that? I don't know. I just heard it the other day and now I can't find that term anywhere. (laughs) Well, I have an interesting fact for you. We all know Election Day to be on a Tuesday in November, but do you know why? Oh, why? I've never really thought about the history behind Election Day, to be honest. Well, it's because originally states were allowed to hold elections at any time within a 34-day period before the first Wednesday in December. But Congress changed that in 1845. What made Congress change that? Farmers. Farmers? Farmers. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. In the 1800s, many people worked as farmers or lived far away from polling places and would often need at least a day to travel. So lawmakers needed to allow a two-day window for Election Day. That makes sense, but why a Tuesday? Weekends? Just impractical, since a lot of people went to church on Sunday. Wednesday was typically market day for farmers, so Tuesday was chosen to be the most convenient day of the week. And it's in November because... That's that sweet spot in the calendar that's after the harvest is complete, but before harsh winter weather sets in. Wow, I have a history degree and I never learned any of this. So before we get too far down the rabbit hole of a history, let's jump back into the present. What is the best way to register to vote in this upcoming election? To get registered, you can visit vote.gov, that's V-O-T-E dot gov, or go to nationalvoterregistrationday.org, all one word, national voter registrationday.org. Also, vote.mahoningcountyoh.gov for residents of Mahoning County. All this good stuff is available on their website as well. Registration, absentee, address change, polling locations, etc. 
Normally, you could also visit your Board of Elections office in person, but they're probably close to walk-ins due to public health concerns. If you are already registered, you can still use the forms at these websites to change or update your information, like if you got married recently and changed your name or moved to a new house. You don't have to access a computer or printer. Just stop by your local Mahoning County Library branch to pick up either a voting registration form or an absentee ballot request form. Also be sure to check out our page of voting resources at www.libraryvisit.org voting. Girl, I just had to update my voter registration this year. Not only did I move to another county, I also got married and had my name changed. I would not be able to vote in this very important election if I hadn't updated my information. Uh, from what I remember, it was a super simple process for me to change my name and address. Probably took me about five minutes, give or take. So if you do need to register to vote or update your voter registration, please make sure you do so by Monday, October 5th. Again, the deadline to be able to register or update information is October 5th if you plan on exercising your right to vote this year. Like Rebecca said, you have to have up-to-date information, be a U.S. citizen, be at least 18 years old at the time of the election, and a resident of Ohio for at least 30 days before the election. If you need to double check your voter registration information, make sure to visit voterlookup.ohiosos.gov. That's voterlookup, all one word, dot ohiosos.gov. And if you're a first time registrant, make sure you have your Ohio's driver's license or state ID with number, the last four digits of your social security number, as well as your legal name, date of birth, and current address. However, you do not have to provide your political affiliation on your registration. About which I have an interesting fact for you, Bridget, that I actually did learn this in college. Please, please, please tell me it's something that I've always wondered about. Why are Republicans represented as elephants and Democrats as donkeys when they fight like cats and dogs? <laughs> You're just in luck. That's exactly what I wanted to tell you. The Democratic donkey can be traced back to the 1828 presidential campaign of Andrew Jackson, during which his opponents called him a less appropriate term for a donkey, if you catch my drift. Ah uh, yes, a more colorful term, I imagine. Right. Jackson embraced this image his opponents had for him and included it in his campaign posters, obviously. Jackson beat his opponent, John Quincy Adams, and became the first Democratic president. The donkey wasn't officially coined as the party's animal until the 1870s when political cartoonist Thomas Nast popularized the donkey as a symbol of the entire Democratic Party. Interesting backstory. I also know Thomas Nast was responsible for the modern image of Santa Claus. Oh, really? Yeah. But what about the Republican Party? So the Republican Party wasn't officially formed until 1854, and Thomas Nast, yet again, was prim primarily responsible for making the elephant the symbol of the Republican Party in an 1874 political cartoon. The elephant was chosen because soldiers during the Civil War would often use the phrase, seeing the elephant, as an expression to experiencing combat. Oh, wow. No idea about that. Although I didn't know Thomas Nast is also where we get the word nasty. I guess we have a lot to learn about the history of voting, elections, and political parties. If you did not register to vote online, make sure to have your voter registration application delivered to your local board of elections by 9 p.m. on Monday, October 5th to be able to vote in the November 3rd election this year. I think that covers just about everything you need to know about registering to vote in Ohio with a sprinkle of interesting facts. However, if you do have voting questions, please stop in to your local branch or give us a call at 330-744-8636 and visit our website, 
www.libraryvisit.org slash voting, of course. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> they, can't, they can't see me wave on a podcast. <laughs> can't see me wave on a podcast. And thank you for joining us this month at PLYMC Library Anywhere podcast. And make sure to visit our website at www.libraryvisit.org where you can always find more great things the library offers. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, please tell a friend. Also, check our Instagram feed or follow us on Facebook at Library Mahoning County, or you can find us on Twitter or YouTube at PLYMC. And be sure to tune in next month for our next episode, and thanks for listening.